Konnichiwa. And howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. And welcome to Sumo, Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. And today we are talking about bingo winners and the end of the Basho. That's right. Yeah. That was a good Basho. That was. It was a great Basho. And uh, I'm sorry we were not there for the middle of the Basho. Had... I was Kyujo. Yeah, Leslie was out <laughs> and completely flat. There was no talking about sumo in Leslie's world. So thanks for your patience, y'all. Yeah. Um, nothing crazy, everyone. Thank you for your sweet thoughts. I just had a bitch of a kidney stone. So there were about 48 to 72 hours where I just was in my bedroom with no lights on. Whimpering. Whimpering, <laughs> crying on heavy, heavy drugs. And enjoying somewhat of that ride, but uh, clearly not in the mood to watch any sumo. So I am back. The news on the kidney stone. Yes. Who knows where it is? Oh, haven't passed it yet? No. So we'll have a kidney stone watch. We'll keep you all updated. I'm sure that's the top of your list of yes. things you care about. <laughs> anyway, back to sumo. We had 388 people playing bingo this time, and we had 53 total bingos. Wow. But our first bingo in uh, Makikoshi, I'm going to tell you about this person, and then I'll hand over the sheet and you can tell people about the first Katikoshi winner. All right. Okay? Let's hear about our bingo winners. Our Makikoshi bingo winner was Maharatina, who said... She would like to encourage young sumo bingoists to never stop trying. It has taken many trials and errors to find the best app to use for her bingo card, to find the right tool, size, and color for crossing out the makikoshi achievers and perfecting the actual crossing out technique. There were days she struggled, migraines and work calls interfering, but she persevered. She says, I will never be satisfied though, for there is still a katikoshi bingo to aim for. I shall continue my style of bingo and focus on the crossings of the day. So well done, Bettina. She's in Germany. She was our first makikoshi bingo bingo winner. So well done. Congrats on your bingo full of losers. We love them. <laughs> we love every single one of those losers. And uh, our winner's name is Colin Becker. He, he's been playing for a while now. He He's our Kachi Koshi winner. But this is the first time he's, he's ever gotten a bingo. So you guys, new bingo players out there, it does take training. You it have does. to train hard to and win sumo bingo. Yeah. Yes, you need strong and technique. Speed. You have to develop your own technique you in do. order to win sumo bingo. You do. It's individualistic. Though. It is. It is. Well, Colin is from Baldwinsville, New York, and he was introduced to sumo on a vacation through overseas adventure travel to Japan in May 2019, and that was during the Natsuba show. And one of the first things he did in sumo was he did a private showing of this like sumo experience hosted by two ex-Makushita wrestlers who introduced the whole group to sumo. Gosh, this was pre-COVID, just right before COVID hit, the year before. Wow. Wow. What, what a was, gift. What a, yeah, what a lifetime ago. Well, anyway, they went over everything from the history, traditions, training, technique, styles, and they even saw some exhibition matches. He then had Chankonabe for lunch, and on the way to the next activity for the day, they stopped by the Koko Gikan. And for the next two weeks, everyone on the trip watched as much of that tournament as they could when they got back to the hotel after the day's activities. <laughs> wow. Sounds like he got bit by the sumo bug. Yes. They all ended up rooting for Tochi Notion and his eventual success in getting the 10 wins that he needed to regain his Ozeki status. Wow. Yeah. And so ever since, he's been a huge fan of sumo and has done his best to keep up with the analysis, news, and coverage of all subsequent tournaments. So he says he doesn't have a single 
favorite wrestler, but he does prefer smaller wrestlers like Inho, Ishiura, Ura, Wakataka Kage, who fight using more interesting dynamic techniques. At the same time, though, a good Mawashi or pusher thruster fight is also great to watch. Takakesho might be my least favorite wrestler. Oh! <laughs> but something about him and Kyushu, Kyushu has actually made him look forward to his matches, though. I'm not quite sure how he's fighting with this attitude or demeanor that it's starting to endear him to to Colin. It's the lip. It may be his angry hamster type of faces. Well, he'll see if that carries over into January. And at the risk of jumping on the bandwagon, watching Ura's rise through the ranks, seeing how much he enjoys every match, win or lose, and never knowing what he's going to do means I look forward to his matches more than anyone else each day. I've also had a soft spot for guys like Abi and Chiyomaru, Mr. Sumo, of course, and also Abi, bad boy of Sumo, because of how much personality and humor they shared through social media before everything got banned, thanks Mm -hmm. to Abi. But they gave us a look into what they actually, you know, who they actually are as people and not the usual my brand of sumo type of stuff you hear from sumo, you know, interviews. So seeing Abi do so well in his return to the top division has been great. But at the same time, it's been hard watching the slow fall of Tochi Notion mm-hmm. battling it out through age and injury. Much like Kota Shogaku before he retired, I fear very much it might be the last that we see of him. But we'll see. I feel very much the same, Colin. I'm very conflicted. <laughs> I'm happy <laughs> about Abi being there, but sad about Tochi Notion, like being in so much pain. Anyway, so that is... Is a little bit about Colin. Congratulations on your Kachikoshi win. It is uh, now your opportunity for bragging rights and your jam is on the way. That's right. So well done, Bettina and Colin. You want to do a news flash? Yes. Well, if you didn't notice... Asa Shoryu was in town, baby, with his glasses on. And his cool shoes. I didn't see his cool shoes. Oh, they're blue and they're very cool. He's a very, very cool guy. Came in town. He had his little little tiny wife with him. And he went to visit Hakaho or Magaki Oyakata at the Miyagano stable. Brought a tie. He did. He brought a tie, which represented, I think, Olympic. It it was blue. It had Olympic symbols on there to honor Hakaho's father, who, you know, won the silver medal in wrestling in the Olympics back in, I don't know, the the old days. The old days. <laughs> the old days. And he had a Lachanko Nabe dinner and he did some posing for the cameras. Did some dancing. I mean, he's, when he's a funny guy. I'm sure he is in town. I'm sure he's in town. He is he is a man who does not hold back. If he's having a good time, he wants everyone to know it. If he's angry, he wants everyone to know it. it no, he likes to be in the center of things. He definitely I like has this guy. personal pizzazz. Yeah. Well, he also came. PP. <laughs> he came to the tournament to watch his nephew, Ashtoria, yes. who coincidentally lost, lost that, that day. day. <laughs> we show. both noticed that. <laughs> and uh, uh, Ashtoria was interviewed afterwards, and he said that he was also greatly defeated. <laughs> it's like, how about some pressure? I know. In America, people would say, that's okay. You change your he, I still love him anyway. He'll come back and win, but not in Japan. No, it no. works differently over there. Yeah, and with Mongolians or Japanese, they're like, well, you performed, but you did disappoint You're me. You disappointed. I am also I am defeated. defeated and embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, I'm reading a translation from Nikon Sports, but he said, I want him to protect his blood because he's winning. I'm never sorry to lose, but I want him to give more of his courage. 
I want him to concentrate more. I want, I want him to put in the guts. I want you to be one wolf. I want you to concentrate on being the only one in the world. If you win, I'll support you. And I want you to do your best. I can hear the belly thwacking in the background Can't as you? he's saying that. Can't, Can't you? you? Like, I picture him, like, standing in front of Hoshoryu, just thwacking that belly and being, I support you. Well, oh. it's interesting because this article also said that they they talked to Daesho about it, about he didn't know Asashoryu was there until he saw him back making in, faces in the background he said <laughs> behind Hoshoryu yeah in the pool room you know how they wrestle oh, yeah, and they yeah. get in the pool room and then Asashoryu was back there having like a, a face-to-face with him like sitting next to him in the pool and Daesha oh, was like oh he got in the pool with him well yeah well I don't know if he got in the pool he just was back there in the pool room okay I, they all they just all get in the hot out. tub right that's what they do they have an yeah. enormous hot tub that's what I imagine I think they have a pool <laughs> a hot tub anyway he's sitting back there just I'm sure letting him know what he did wrong <laughs> but Daisha was like oops sorry <laughs> I'll leave you to it sorry <laughs> anyway that's the that's the Asashore you beat well if you didn't know the end of the tournament the guys normally have a couple of weeks off and in the past because of coronavirus they have had regulations on how much traveling they could do they had to get permission if they you know so they really clamped down on it but they are actually lifting the regulations for the wrestlers so they can I think travel typically kind of like they used to before to see family and this time representative uh, Shibatayama said that due to the coronavirus subsiding they're able to move about without restrictions just they have to keep you know in mind local government restrictions and rules but they're getting back to maybe a more normal state good for them yeah so that's good now i don't think we'll end up talking too much about it but you do know that Rudin won the Makushida tournament. Oh, no, I hadn't followed that. Good well, for him. Well, yeah. he should. <laughs> I know. He crushed all those 12-year-olds. He should. With a 7-0 record <laughs> from Makushida wouldn't 47. It, wouldn't it be disheartening if he went down there and then he had like 2-5 mm, or something like that? I know. It would be <laughs> he would be really in bad shape. But yeah, I'm glad he, he conquered Makushida and all because of that suspension because he had an affair and was out and about with a woman who was not. We don't know his if it was. Yeah, we don't know if it was a fair, but, but he, he was, was seen with another woman that was not his wife. And they clocked the time more than 25 times Tw- with yeah, this that's right. woman who was not his wife. <laughs> anyway, he's been reborn into sumo. And also, Ichiyamamoto won Jirio with a 13 2 record. I know. So, so he'll be cool. back up top. Yeah, yeah. Get, get a little confidence. Win that Jirio. Come back up. Yeah. So that's all I've got. We're going to skip to day 10, but I do I do want to give a little shout out to an incredible fight on day 7. Uh Leslie was in pain. <laughs> never saw this fight, but I have to say I loved on day 7 the uh fight between Chiona Kuni and Shohozan. Oh it was the one that seriously looked like it could have been in a bar. Like it was, was that the bloody bloody brawl because he got no no beat no. Up That's I the mean, last he got day. Beat up like Shohosan was just struggling. That, just well, Shohosan has had a rough ugh. tournament overall, but this hometown. was the day. I know, but this was the day. It was like those two were. It was a serious slap fest. I remember and, that. Yeah. And it stood out to me like, wow, was that sumo? I guess that was sumo, but woo, that was Chiona Kuni style sumo. Woo, 
Yeah, Shahozan met him with that aggression. It yeah. Was like, and Shahozan is a nice guy. I know he's is. grumpy cat, but he is a nice guy. And I was like really shocked to see that style of sumo come out. And I got to say, I kind of enjoyed it. He <laughs> liked the brawl. Well, it's I like a it lot of different things. It was to a bar fight. It was. It really was. It like, really was. I could... I could I seriously see beer steins like flying around in the distance. <laughs> yeah. Like, put that in a different set. Put somebody that on would stage. Get arrested. Yeah, and somebody that's would. assault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take us back to day ten. You know, if I have my druthers, I love watching the long version of sumo rather than the shortened version. Right. But you do have to have the time for it. Right. So I don't always have the time. Right. But on day ten, I found Abema TV and um. I have to say, I mean, the pop-ups aren't my favorite, but what I like about Abema TV is they do all these like really fast and super close-ups of the wrestlers. So you get to see the sweat pouring down their back. You get to see their stretch marks. On day 10, this was the day that I saw that Kagayaki has a butt beauty mark. And after that, I could not see anything else from Kagayaki for the entire Basho. Well, I have to say, I didn't see much else from Kokoyaki this well, Basho. I know, but now you know. Defeat. On his right butt cheek, he has a beauty mark. Well, isn't that cute? Isn't it? The Kagayaki butt mark. Hi, yay, yay. Okay, I loved the Ura versus Kotonowaka fight on day 10. It was a beautiful Katasukachi, Katasukachi, however you say that. I loved it. But my two uh, favorite fights from day 10, Shodai showed some superb Shodai magic at the edge, skipping around and not going out, turning away twice, but staying in so that when Takayasu went for a giant pull down, Shodai pushed at the same time and Shodai won. I was very impressed with that win on day 10 from Shodai and Terano Fuji, who caught Hoshoryu's arms in that kimidashi, and it was done. It was done. It was fast. So at the end of day 10, this is just a super speedy get us up to date on the leaderboard at day 10. And I'm sorry, we're skipping days and not talking about some days, y'all, but that's just the way it is when you got kidney stones. <laughs> Terana Fuji was 10 and 0 at day 10, and Takakesho and Abi were both tied at 9 1. And can we just talk about Abby, before we jump into the rest of this tournament, yeah. and Abby's incredible return to not just form, but like super form. Yeah, he found some of himself. He did some weightlifting while he was gone. Yeah. Or the t- the time off or really the... served him well. <laughs> well, his time away from his wife and baby girl. <laughs> He's got a lot of pent up something. Yeah. <laughs> That he took out on his fellow sumo wrestlers this time. And wow, was it impressive. So It was, he was like my favorite part, just watching him was this he? whole time. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, you always want to root for the comeback kid, even though, you know, he's been a bad boy of sumo, but he's great. And I love to see him come back and crush it. That was exciting to me. So that takes us to day 11. Abi versus Ura was fun. Now, Abi in the end won with a Tsukio Toshi, but it was interesting because Ura is just, he just gives you your money's worth, you know? From the begin, from the moment he steps onto that doyo and starts smelling the wine. Yes. I mean, if I ended up 
buying a ticket for all 15 days, Ura would totally make it worth it. Oh, yeah. Whatever the price is. You're like, I know this kid is going to give me the show that I want. Yep. But anyway, he does come in a little bit too low at the Tachiai with Abi. And I understand what he was going for, but Abi did this double-handed kind of reach-out hit instead of a Tachiai. Yeah. And that's kind of what got Ura, I think, a little bit off his game and Abi kept his distance and just really pushed down on Ura who he just went closer and closer to the ground and Ura hit the dirt with a push to the shoulders by Abi it was a thrust down win but it was good smart sumo on Abi's part to see like he's always coming in really low and I'm a big guy but he's really really low right yeah, now which yeah. means he's closer to the dirt so it was smart I thought it was a uh, evidence of a very different kind of style I mean, he's known for one thing. Yes, exactly. Not as instinctive. But he changed what he did in that fight, and it really worked in his favor. It did. So it shows he's thinking. Hoshoryu versus Tobizaru. That was a strange match. Yeah, well, Hoshoryu didn't like that match because afterwards, that's the one where he gave some serious stank eye. But he won that one, as <laughs> I recall. He won it. Yeah, but he but didn't he like it. But he looked at him, he was like, no good. And I think it was this, the hair pull. I think that was the one in the slowdown. I, maybe is that the one that they were like, you touched... Toby Zaru touched his hair in the end. I mean, Toby Zaru in this match, he gave every bit as much to Hoshoryu with being low, reaching for the belt, yanking him around, sidestepping. I mean, there was so much stumbling and recovering in this match. But in the end, Hoshoryu prevails by pushing Toby Zaru out. It was a frontal force out. Um, and Toby Zaru flies to the dirt and off the doyo. In slow-mo, you could see like Toby Zaru grabbing his hair. That's what he was, I think, cranky about. It, it may not have been intentional, but... That's what that face was afterwards. I was like, I don't like you touching my hair, bro. You know how much work goes into this? (laughs) (laughs) I just thought, wow, it's it was just very handsy. It was very slappy, handsy, and there was skips and steps aside. It wasn't smooth. No, it wasn't smooth at all. And at the end, I just thought that was like a that was like a bad date. Just like all over the place, hands (laughs) all over the place. There was nothing. Chemistry's not there. No, no (laughs) chemistry at all. Like Toby Zara just came on way too fast and it was messy. And you know, those, those dates are not fun. They are not fun. No. When was the last time you had one of those dates? It's been a while. (laughs) Thank goodness. Let's talk about Miyoguru versus Kiribayama. Now, Kiribayama, in the meat grinder position, had exactly the type of tournament that we all imagined Mm -hmm. he would have. It was not great, but he knew going into this that he was there to fight with the big dogs, know what it's like in the Sanyaku, and know he was probably going to get pummeled and just experience what that is going to be like losing, you know? And he did. (laughs) He delivered on that. But this day, Kiribayama won. He got a deep full grip on Myoguru from the side right after the Tachiai. He sort of shifted to the side and got that really, really, really deep grip. And Myoguru is stuck. He can't get a grip. He's defenseless. So Kiribayama lifts him up. By the way, Myoguru is not easy to lift. <laughs> okay? He's a big man. He is a very big man. And he just walks Miyogiru back and out like a total boss. Kiribayama did, did this several times well, in this tournament. In, the, in, in some of the commentary, they had said that his Oyakata, that was one of his favorite moves, mm-hmm. and that was successful for him. And so it makes sense that Kiribayama has started to incorporate that more and more into into his wrestling. And I think Tenenofuji I mean, obviously, Tochi Notion did tons of that, but I've seen Ted and Nafuji do that a fair time. Or, or yeah, two. yeah. Um, but I've also heard people comment 
that uh, that's really bad for your knees, well, and that's it's why it's got to be bad for your lower back well, it's as gotta well. Be, yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be tough for your entire body, unless you're super strong. So when I see him do that, and he's still so skinny, you right. know, I just does, his legs aren't quite as big as Mugadu's. Yeah, or his buns. It aren't. just makes me wonder. Okay, don't do that too much. Like some is okay, but I know. But then ooh. you see bodies like Abby, and you're like, that's a strong body, but he doesn't have buns like, you know, Takara Fuji has. You know. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about my favorite bout of the day, which was Terunofuji versus Ichinojo. Now, Ichinojo came out with his best knives for a knife fight. Yeah, he did. And he manages to get a good, solid grip on the Yokozuna, and he doesn't budge. Now, he manages to, like, manhandle sort of Terunofuji back into the edge a few times too many for all of us to be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. the audience gasped every time. They're like, oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, Terunofuji, though, is patient, and he's got a deep right inside grip on Ichinojo. He's got a left outside grip. And in this kind of weird pirouette type of move, Ichinojo gets turned around in, in like a full circle, mm-hmm. and then he refocuses on Terunofuji, but he can't he can't quite get a handle on him again. And Terunofuji then wiggles him around and tries to lift up a leg, but, you know, Ichinojo... He doesn't like that, and he doesn't like toppling over, so he just sort of kind of agrees that he'll get moved backwards, sideways, and out to avoid the injury of being toppled. So Terunofuji trips him, and he falls to the ground, and Terunofuji falls on him. It was a Yoriteyoshi win for Terunofuji, but it was still good to see that amount of spunk from Ichinojo. It was, but I what I remember about this fight was, uh, you know, they're two very large men. Right. And it wasn't until Terunofuji got his head underneath the chest of Ichinojo and pushed pushed Ichinojo's chest up with his head mm. that he was tall enough or high enough to then be able to go for the leg and get him off balance. Ichinojo's balance was just very low and and Terunofuji had a hard time moving that around right. to his advantage until he pushed Ichinojo's chest up high. And um, I thought that was a swift move on Terunofuji's part to get his yeah. head involved to get that chest up and back. Well, and quick thinking in the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He tried a number of things, a leg trip and all these other things. And that was the last thing to take the big man down. But he definitely was tactical and like, this didn't work. Next plan B. This didn't work. Okay. Get him rattled, mm-hmm. get him turned around and then see if I can do something, another trick. Mm-hmm when he can't refocus himself or his center of gravity. Yeah, yeah. My favorite fight that day was Endo versus Takakesho. Only because Takakesho just acted like a huge cannonball. Oh, he just bashes. <laughs> he, just he just bashed, bashed into it. He just, it was toast. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I just Endo thought like, this is the strangest sport. Sometimes it really does seem like a strange sport. Like you thrust yourself into your opponent as hard as you can like a cannonball and your opponent usually cannot withstand it that's what happened that day and it was like i have no No answer answer for that none at all whereas later in the tournament someone could withstand that right but it was just one of those moments where i thought i mean seriously put that boy in a cannon and shoot him out at people that is what he's doing serious weapon you really would. He could have a future in the circus. He could. It was the classic Takakesho canon. Canon form. Yeah. And it works when it's that good, it works every time. There is no answer. All right. Day 12, Totari Kimarite. That is what Ura used against Hokuto Fuji, and it was great on day 12. It was a match. It was just like a handsy, armsy match for a long, long time until Ura did this beautiful pull 
and then there was a hook to Fuji push, and then he grabbed an arm and pulled with a totari, which is... It's wrapping both arms around the opponent's extended arm and forcing him forward down to the... It's an arm bar throw. Yeah. Every time I watch a basho, there's always a moment where I get all the kimarite mixed up again. Totari is another one that I get mixed up often. Well, you don't see it all the time. Right. But it's like, how does it compare to the kataskashi? But I guess totari has to do with, is the arm bent or straight? I don't know. These are these are the questions that roll through my mind as I watch it. I'm like, why is that one a totari and not something else? Whatever it was, it was slick and it was beautiful. And I absolutely appreciated it. And uh, it went as a totari. Well, and Ura's arm victory move afterwards was hilarious. He put both arms out like, yes, I did it. <laughs> and he's not supposed to do that as a sumo wrestler, but I did enjoy it. He liked that win. I also really loved on day 12, Abi versus Tamawashi, Tamawashi. Simply because... Abi came out swinging with all of Tamawashi's moves. And this he got time... Tamawashi'd. Tamawashi yes. got Tamawashi'd with yes. that Notawa attack. Abi came out the winner. And it's there is something that's very refreshing about seeing someone else's style of sumo used on themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so Abi did that to Tamawashi. It was wonderful. And then the other fight I super loved from day 12 was Terran of Fuji versus Meisei. And mm. it, was, it was interesting simply because of the winning Kimarite. Meisei drove Terunofuji back with a barrage of pushes. And then uh, there was more pushing back and forth. Terunofuji, you know, got away from the edge back to the center. Meisei then tried a leg trip and he wrapped his leg around Terunofuji's leg. But then Terunofuji just leaned over and did the littlest kakanage I've ever seen. And uh, that ended up depositing Meisei on the ground. But I've never, I don't think I've seen Terunofuji do a kakanage. It was gorgeous, but it was little. Like most kakanages, like the top leg goes all the way up high to the sky. And this one got up to maybe knee level. <laughs> and, that, and, and I thought, is that as high as Terunofuji can go? Maybe, maybe his knees don't allow him to go any further. Or maybe he didn't need to go any further. I don't know what it was, but it was a cute little bitty kakanage. I enjoyed Takakesho versus Takayasu only because Takakesho gave some mad angry hamster face post-match. Uh, like post oh. He looked at him at Takayasu and was like, take that. <laughs> don't anger the hamster. It was so funny. He does have some great post-win faces. He does. Very pouty. All right. Day 13. Tochinoshin versus Chiyotairu. Okay. This was an epic slapdown from Tochinoshin. Like, kablam. Mm -hmm. Tochinoshin had this forearm blast from the Tachiai. Huge face slaps. And then a push-up and a hard slam dunk for Tochinoshin. Chiyotairu is toast. It was... Nice to see Tochinoshin in some sort of form. And that was like a glimpse of, ah, he's, he can still do it. He can still do it. I think he was angry because either his cellulitis is so bad or his knee wrap is way too tight. Because did you notice just how red his lower leg is? No, I didn't. It was so bad by I day just, 13. No, I just look at him as this injured soul all the time. Like his Ugh. knees, like he's just body is toast. I'm always checking out injuries. Like I'm I'm looking at Kotonawaka's growing bruise oh, that's I saw coming that. out of his knees and, I saw and that. this was He's a right day. Knee. Yeah. And this was the day that I was like, Tochinoshins, 
lower leg looks like they're going to have to amputate uh, yeah it looks like it's had a (laughs) band-aid not a band-aid but a rubber band around it i mean it's a completely different color than the rest of his body so he needs some cellulitis drugs or something so he was maybe he was grumpy and he was like i'm done maybe let's talk about Takanosho versus Hokuto Fuji. Now, okay. Hokuto Fuji, he's been having a good tournament, enjoying being at Migashira 12. <laughs> but we all know that he belongs up higher. It's just that. And will be returning. And will be returning. Yeah. But uh, this from Takanosho, who had a good tournament as well, it was like nice aggression from the Tachiai from Takanosho. And Hokuto Fuji um, has actually zero answer for this. And Takanosho just runs over, runs him back with this Notoa stiff arm attack. And it's just it's over folk to Fuji but it was nice um, sumo from Takanosho who we haven't talked that much about but I love that guy so Ichinojo versus Ura is mm-hmm. just a matchup that for the ages that it just really is it's just unlikely pairing we enjoy a it a beautiful one it's like a fine wine it was and a fine cheese that's right yep there was who's, no who's the wine oh Ura's the, the wine Ura's the wine and he's, Ichinojo he's... is a gouda cheese no he's what, what cheese would he be um Swiss I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, there is no Tachiai. Ura steps to the side and he gets under Ichinojo's shoulder. And when he's in this position, it's to his advantage because no one does the Katsukashi like Ura. He swings him down and throws the biggest man in all of Makauchi to the dirt. And it was doubly impressive because that gave Ichinojo his makikoshi yes. on day 13, which means he's going to drop out of Sanyaku. That's right. So it was a big deal. All right. Let's talk about my favorite one, Abi versus Takakesho. Can we just talk about the matchup? Just that matchup. Just that matchup. It's pretty exciting. And I mean, very Abi... unusual. And unusual. We had to say it's unusual. Because well, yeah. normally, normally... Abieta, what, Megashare 15, would not jump right to Ozeki and be paired up with an Ozeki. It was a it was an interesting matchup. Well, and... whoever it's just whoever did that scheduling is very weird. It seemed it seemed early to be matching him with but an the Ozeki. The record was tied for the most part. Well, ex- well exactly. And one, but why and... do it on day 13? Why not wait on day 14? Why not give him a Komosubi or a Sekiwake to at least step him to this position? Yeah. And, and I... I really enjoyed on the Japanese commentators trying to explain why this happened this way. Like mm. all this discussion about Shodai's record being so poor. And that's the fact they, you know, they couldn't pair him with Shodai. And it was just like, it was strange reasoning because it was an, it's just flat out an unusual thing to take this guy from Megashare 15 to suddenly fighting o- an Ozeki. Well, maybe they just saw he had some fire. And that's exactly there what we go. this match was. Takakesho actually has a false start because he did not have both hands down on the ground. They start again and Abi does this brutal Notoa attack on Takakesho and lifts up his center of gravity. Now Takakesho is paralyzed and cannot do anything. He can't do his normal slap up, you know, his double-handed slappy slappy down down thrust move he loves to do. And Abi, he dominates with this throat grab and moves Takakesho back slightly. Takakesho shifts sideways and around a bit, but Abi is solidly in control and advancing on Takakesho, pushing him closer and closer to the edge and thrusting him the whole way. Eventually, he gets Takakesho at the ring's edge and he pushes him out 
Oshidashi win for Abi. Big upset, but everyone was like, yeah, excited about Everyone it. Everyone was shocked. I think I was shocked. I did not expect that. Maybe the I... people behind the scenes are like, Abby's got Mojo this time. Let's put him up against Takakesho. Let's see. Let's well, see what he's got. This is one, it really came down to that Tachi eye. And Abby had such a lightning fast Tachi eye. And he went for his throat. And got in there so lightning fast that uh, Takakesho, strangely, his rhythm was off and he couldn't get it back on. He must have been nervous with that fall start that may have also gotten him a little bit like more rattled yeah because he hit hard at abby so I'm then sure. abby was like oh that was your approach to this match no i know now how I to know get it. in there faster so now I, what are you gonna throw at me next the same thing or what i don't know but at the end of day 13 that meant that tarana fuji was 13 and 0 and abby was 12 and 1 wow I also just have to say something about day 13. There was a little footage of Akawa's big smile after he won. I know, it's so cute. It was adorable. <laughs> Still makes me adorable. smile. <laughs> so day 14, that meant, and again, this seemed way too early for me, but Terunofuji was matched up against Abi on day 14. And uh, if Terunofuji won, that meant he would clinch the championship. And there was all sorts of buildup to this fight. Because that meant it would have been Terunofuji's fourth U show in 2021. There are all these other firsts in a long time. So there was a lot of buildup to that, which I'm going to talk about one other fight first. And that is Wakatakakage versus Endo. And this was a first meeting. I was very surprised to see that. Hmm. I thought that they had fought each other before, but they did not. At the Tachiai, there was a huge headbutt, and it got Endo off balance, and Wakataka Kage took advantage quickly, never let Endo recover. But I just thoroughly enjoyed the matching of these two boys, mm -hmm. and Wakataka Kage deserved that win for running headfirst into Endo. Oof, again, strange job. Thanks for doing it for us. Terano Fuji versus Abi. This was the big fight. And wow, was it fun. <laughs> it was. Abi looked as if he had Terano Fuji in trouble. Abi pushed, went right for the throat, was pushing and pushing. He had Terano Fuji against the Tawada. Everyone was gasping, thinking, hell no, this cannot be happening. <laughs> but Terano Fuji put one foot against that bale, stood strong. Abi pushed Terano Fuji up high. Again, we all thought, oh my God, Terano Fuji is going out. And then I had to watch this several times to actually see the pull. But Terano Fuji pulled down on one of Abi's arms and it made Abi spin and lose his own balance and fall. It was such a lightning fast response and it must have been so strong because yeah. it really looked like Abi lost his footing and just fell. Yeah. But man, what a time to do it because it's hard to see those things sometimes. It really is. Camera camera placements. Yeah. The camera has to be just the right place to be able to see it, especially when it's super fast like that. So what that meant is Terunofuji had clinched the Basho. He had won. Abi, the poor guy, you could see a spirit just breaking right there. I know, but <laughs> hey, what a great return to Makauchi, right? Yeah, exactly. But that was really the fight of the day. So much other fantastic stuff happened that day, but let's go right into day 15. Well, the first one that was interesting was 
Chiyotairu versus Sada Naomi, whatever the match was, Sada Naomi had a really good tournament. Yeah, and it was nice to see because it's been a while. Yeah, it was a really nice, decisive win for Sada Naomi. And he has a nice record, a 9-6 and six record from Maigashira 16. So I like to see that. Yeah, his sashibudi. Hisashibudi, doesn't it? Yep. What does that mean? It's, it's been a been while. A while. Hisashibudi. Okay. Let's talk about Hoshoryu versus Takara Fuji. Hoshoryu does, he was doing what he does best. Takara Fuji has a slow tachi, and I think that's where he got, you know, that's where he got screwed. Hoshoryu steps to the side and shifts around back to get this super deep wedgie grip on Takara Fuji. He now pulls Takara Fuji all around and tries this, like, outer leg trip, but Takara Fuji manages to stay up and solid until eventually Hoshoryu tries another leg trip, and it again doesn't work, but that kind of winds him up to pull a beautiful Uwatanage throw on Takara Fuji, who hits the dirt. So nice win for Shoryu, even though he's uh, has had a losing tournament. It was nice to see him in some sort of good form after a few days. Takanosho beat Abi. Everyone gets a prize. You get a prize. You get a prize. You get a prize. But uh, I think they both got prizes this day. Takanosho had a 10 and 4 record, and Abi had a 12 and 2. Oh, no. Uh, uh, it would have been an 11 and 4 record, I think, for Takanosho. All I know is I thought, who was that Abi? I, that one that the, got soundly defeated? Yeah, like, I think he was just, man, one Ozeki. He got one Ozeki, but he just could not get the Yokozuna. Nope. And I think he thought, ugh, ugh. I know. My mental game is broken. Well, Mitakiyumi had a good tournament. Mm-hmm. He ended up having an 11-4 record because he beat Shodai on day 15, a-, a matchup I always love seeing. I think that means he's officially on an Ozeki run, too. Yeah. I don't know. What was his last time? Uh, I think I read that in the last two tournaments, he got 20. So it would be tough to do, which means last time he would have nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would That's be tough. 33. Yeah. So it would be tough, but it's doable. Uh, and he may not they might go easy on him. So he yeah, might only have to need, get 32. They need you know? some uh, new, new Ozeki's. Ozeki blood because Shodai with that 9-6 and six record is not cutting it. Which is, it is cutting it. It is. But, but not they want what him, they expect yeah, of him. It is cutting it, but just barely. They want him to have double digits. And they're acting like it's the worst thing in the world I that know. he only has 9. It's but better he's, than last time, which was 8 and yeah, 7. Yeah, he's doing, he's there. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. Well, for my money... Takakesho versus Tadanufuji. This match was just about the most fun to watch of the whole Basho for me. In this match, the hamster had Tadanufuji on. Wait, the wait, ropes. wait, 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 wait. So this this wasn't for the Basho win, right? Tadanufuji, right. we already know who's winning. Right, Tadanufuji won. But this is this is for ego. This is for not only ego, but this if Fuji wins on day fifteen, it would be his very first Zen show you show. Which is if you don't know what that means, if you're new to sumo, it means you don't lose at all. Right. It means you win fifteen days in a row and it's super hard to do. Right. And uh no one's done it as a new Yokozuna since the beginning of when? I mean there was a whole lot of, it's only three or four people have done it since the beginning of the century. There's a whole lot of things like that. that I know Hakaho did it a bunch. Well, but it's like there were five people who had done it. It was a big deal. It was not, a big deal. Not many people have done it. It's a big deal. Well, like I said before, the hamster had Tedanafuji on the ropes. 
He threw his best at the Yokozuna. He did his usual double-handed slappy slappy down down to a push push, which really didn't rattle Ted and Fuji. They locked up and then they separated. And this was my favorite part. It's just looking at a big Ted and a Fuji and then a pouty tubby Takakesho just standing there with his bottom lip out. Like, what are you going to do? And then Takakesho did this like adorable flinch. He was like, I'm coming. I'm coming at you. And he comes in and <laughs> this is after they, they had separated, staring at each other. But he was so lightning fast, Takakesho was. He went in and he got really close into Terunofuji. And he did this epic bulldozing blast, like the cannonball that he is. And that moved Terunofuji backwards. He was reeling backwards, in fact, to the edge. The crowd gasped. A few more epic slaps at Terunofuji. But Terunofuji is just watching Takakesho patiently. Takakesho actually does a Nodawa attack on Ted and Fuji, which is brave, but, uh, and I've actually not, I just don't think I remember Takakesho ever doing a Nodawa attack. So for him to be like, I'm going to Nodawa attack yeah. <laughs> someone who's much larger than me and move him back just shows you kind of the feistiness. Yeah. I loved it. But anyway, Terunofuji is brave. He evades it by shifting to the side a bit and advances back on Takakesha, who is now moving backwards. His momentum now is, though, too much. He's just pushed back to the Tawada. Terunofuji stumbling forward is a little bit too far forward, but manages to send, you know, like uh, focusing himself on Takakesho's chest. He manages to kind of continue to push him, even as Takakesho is shuffling around to the edge and... Takakesho steps out with Ted and Fuji doing one big final push, sending him out. I loved this bout. It was an Oshidashi win. It was a beautiful end and gave gave me all the, the thrills and chills because of how dynamic it was. What I really enjoyed about this fight is that Takakesho put his all into he it. He did. He thrust and was cannonball and uh at every moment he gave it everything he had and it was as if Terano Fuji came into this fight and said I'm just gonna take whatever you give me right I'm gonna see if I can absorb it I'm a big guy he even said this in the post interview he said I don't have many skills but I'm a big guy and so it was as if he said I'm gonna let him push me as hard as he can. And I'm not going to go out. Let's see if I can do it. And that's exactly what happened. He yeah. just took it. He took every bit of it. And there was one push that sent him reeling. It was almost from one end of that ring to another. Mm -hmm. And yet he still stayed in. Yep. And he just let Takakesho run himself out until he had no energy left. And then at that point, just ushered Takakesho out. Mm -hmm. So it was beautiful to me to see Takakesho working so hard and Terunofuji being so smart and letting him do it. They were both and smart. And then waiting until he could make his move. Yeah. It was really inspiring. It was a great inspiring. match. It was a great basho. Yeah, it was. I would like to give uh, a couple of awards in this basho, not mm -hmm. only to our bingo winners, but I think Shahozan deserves an award. I'm going to call this the bloody good sumo award oh, man, for got... that broken nose oh, on day God. 15. That was like the movie Carrie. Yeah, he left a shoulder of blood Ugh. on his partner. So I'm going to give him the bloody good sumo award. <laughs> Plus, he needs a win after that. It was yeah. a tough, 
tough basho for him. He he'll come back. He will definitely come back. He's a great sumo wrestler. But uh, to have a tough basho and then end it with a broken or bloody nose is a yeah. tough road hoe. So he deserves that award. And uh, I want to give Takakesho or maybe Aqua, but I think it should be Takakesho. An award for uh, the best stance post-win. Because throughout this entire bot show, he's been giving us the faces. Mm-hmm. The, the drama. The drama, drama the stands at the edge of the ring. You know, like, I Take win, that. I am king. Mm-hmm. Even when he stood up tall in that last day 15 mm-hmm. fight, as if to say, what? I haven't taken you down yet. I'm going to give you one final <laughs> push. He deserves an award for that. I'm going to call it the best winning stance or the best the best stance award. I don't know. What do you think? Is there a better title no, for that? I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. And then who walked away with special prizes this time? We've got Ura. We've got Abi. Takanosho, right? Takanosho. That's it. Yeah. Those three. And oh. So cute seeing those three smile with their with their trophies. That's right. So, so good. So thank you, Sumo Gods, for giving us a great tournament. Despite my kidney stone, I had a blast watching this tournament. Despite Thanksgiving that sort of got me off the calendar. It's a bit of a challenge, but it's fun. That's right. Well, that is our style of sumo here at Sumo Kaboom. See y'all next week. That's right. Sayonara. Bye.